Quick, come up with something funny to say. Hello? Yo. Fort! Oh, that's really cool. Somehow I think you're lying. Uh-huh. Oh, fail. Oh. Ah! Bad Philosophy, episode 59, recorded on February 14th, 2010. Cheap Chocolate Eve. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy, upsetting the balance of reality one rabbit trail at a time. I'm your host, Stephen Torrance, and we're here for uh, the most estrogen-infused episode of Bad <laughs> Philosophy of all time. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just go ahead and <laughs> I'll go ahead and start introducing our panel here. This is, uh, I think, the first time on a Bad Philosophy since many one of the very early episodes that we've had a completely new panel on a show. And uh, it makes sense, because it's the first time we've ever touched this topic. Um, But I'll get right to it. Uh, We've got a panel of great people here on the show today. Uh, First off, longtime listener of the show, as I understand, uh, Kiki Cannon. Welcome to the show. Hello. So since it's your first time, y'all, I'll I'll get to say a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, plug the stuff you do. So, Kiki. I'm from Georgia, but now I'm in Chicago. Ooh, what else? I know lots of famous people. If that makes any sense. Okay. <laughs> like, like, are we talking no, no, or just no? No, like friends with. Oh, awesome. Because, well, well, that's that's how I know. That's how I knew you, of you first. First of all. Okay. Because that's you know when Jonathan mentioned you, and I've known <laughs> Jonathan for a while, so you know I I was like, okay, who's this guy? And then I know sign language, so it was even better for me. Ah. So. Yeah, well, cool. so, so so you can you'll be dropping names all over the show, I imagine. I, I I will I will drop so many names you will not be able to pick them all up. Uh, <laughs> all right, sounds good. And uh, next up, uh, we've got another first time guest on Bad Philosophy, Ivy Philbin. Ivy, welcome to the show. Hey, I don't know any famous people. <laughs> I, don't know, I go to Kent State in Ohio. Yeah, I'm single this Valentine's Day. As are which we I think all. Most people are. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Ivy. And uh, finally, we've got uh, one more female guest on the show. Yes, that's right. Three female guests to my one. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name, Megan? Um, Brazi. Brazi. Welcome to the show. Hi. I guess I go to Sonoma State University in Northern California, and I don't know any famous people either. But I have met Arnold Schwarzenegger once. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Does mm-hmm. he have a firm handshake? Uh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. And does he really talk like this in real life? Yeah, yes, he does. Awesome. <laughs> that was a perfect impersonation. Uh, you know, I have a lot of voices. Uh, <laughs> but I, I want to welcome y'all all here to the show today. Uh, I guess, oh, first off, apologies for it being two weeks since the last episode that I actually posted it. Uh, school waits for no one, and unfortunately, that includes me. So I finally posted uh, episode 58, and today realized that, you know, I think I'm going to make it up to all of y'all and have another episode, because there hasn't been one in two weeks. Uh, but, of course, since uh, Jid Cummins and Kevin Saunders both have girlfriends, they were um, busy on this Valentine's Day. So I put out the, the call to Twitter, and... Y'all ladies answered. So I assume we are all here single today. Is that is that correct? Yes, that okay. is correct. 
And uh, that is going to be the subject of our show. We're going to talk about Singles Awareness Day, which <laughs> happens today, Valentine's Day, concurrently. And um, ironically, you know, the, the letters make the word sad. Most we, convenient acronym ever. <laughs> it's convenient, yes, but I kind of want to start there. So is what is the point of Singles Awareness Day? Is it to kind of uh, shed light on all the, the single people who are sad today or the single people who are single and proud of it? Uh, I'll just start out with opening comments. What do you think, Megan? I think it depends. Like, I would like to say I relate more to the single and proud of it, but that's because I don't really want to admit that I am sad I don't have a Valentine. <laughs> but I know... <laughs> Um, I know a lot of people that complain all Valentine's Day about being single, and I just don't want to be one of those people. Okay. So, Ivy, what does Singles Awareness Day mean to you? Um, I totally agree with what she said. Um, I'm one of those that fall into single and proud of it. And I also hate the people that just complain on Valentine's Day. It's just another holiday if you don't have a significant other then you don't have someone to buy you flowers that are going to buy in a week. It's not a big deal. Um, so, yeah, I don't really exactly. care that I don't have a boyfriend right now. I'm too busy for one, honestly. So, huh. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Kiki, you, uh, you and I were talking earlier about uh, your thoughts on it. You, what does it mean to you? And, and you've got some traditions, as I understand. Uh, yeah, since about halfway through high school when everyone else I knew got a significant other and I did not, um, I decided to start my own tradition and I, I have a habit of torturing people in happy relationships. Mm. So uh, I, I decided to get myself a steak cooked very, very rare uh, and bloody and watch as many gory horror films as I could in, in the day. Fantastic. Um, it, it's... Bonus, bonus points if they contained happy couples being tortured or eaten or, you know, <laughs> or both. Whatever, so, <laughs> so, so what I'm curious, like what brought about this, this idea for a tradition? Is it just something you happen to do and then it's stuck? You know, I th I think so because it was you know it was one of those silly little high school things of like oh we're gonna get together and double date and it'll be so cute and you know it's our first boyfriend or you know whatever and I thought I'm you know screw you I'm gonna do what I do every day which is sit at home and watch bad horror movies and make fun <laughs> of them it's <laughs> so. Yeah. It was it, and it was excuse to have steak, and as I got older, uh, imbibe an entire bottle of wine awesome. <laughs> as well. Uh, but you are of age, I, of course. I understand it, Kiki. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. This is... I, I feel obligated to put the disclaimer in there, but I really don't think our audience will care. And I realized during the introductions, I'm the only one here that's not currently in college of some sort. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the old woman of the show. Eh, we won't mention ages here. We're all just people. <laughs> Single people. Um, so speaking of traditions, Megan and, and Ivy, do y'all have anything similar to that? Anything y'all do every sad? <laughs> well, in high school, my senior year specifically, uh, my friends and I, we were all single. So we decided to give each other gifts on Valentine's Day. And we called it Happy Heart Buddy Day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, this year, actually, my roommate and I 
banned romantic movies for the day. So we've been watching things like Lord of the Rings and Star Trek and maybe Harry Potter later. And then I know my friends are drowning their sorrows today with drinking alcohol all day. That's on Ivy. Do you have anything? Um, I don't do anything traditionally. Um, yesterday, me and two of my friends celebrated anti-Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> we ate chocolate-covered strawberries and had a couple drinks, and we watched the original 90210, and we laughed at them. Um, <laughs> as, like, a tradition, no, I just kind of avoid the day as much as I can because I hate the color pink, and so I avoid it. Oh. I stay inside my apartment and slumber down. <laughs> Yeah, so so I think generally I'm I'm getting the sentiment that I've I've picked up from a lot of people who do celebrate similar things is uh, we find Valentine's Day to be sort of um, an affront to us. Like uh, for one day we're we're segregated from society, or it's very obvious. Uh, it's made very obvious to us that we are a certain way, uh, whether that's you know, not in a relationship or. Uh, you know, w- without any prospects or whatever it is that that we're different from everybody else. I, I just I get the feeling though that um, you know the pink everywhere and the expectations to get gifts. It, it just it's oppressive, yes, for us. But uh, you know, maybe I'll play devil's advocate here. Is it is it also maybe um, a boon to couples who are sort of on the fence? I, I, I wrote about this in a column last year, but uh, that Valentine's Day is sort of the trial by flowers for relationships that are uh, maybe developing or sort of on the fence like if after valentine's day you're still with the person then it's it's probably going to last a while but if you know valentine's day comes and you don't really feel too much incentive to do anything for the person that maybe you should rethink being in that particular relationship what do y'all think of that i can i can speak very specifically to that (laughs) because the last Valentine's Day I actually spent with someone, it was a guy who we'd only been dating for a few weeks. And it just happened to be that, you know, we started dating just before Valentine's Day. And he was it wasn't so much that, like, you know, Valentine's Day comes and you don't feel like doing anything for the person. What he actually did was... uh we were going to go out to dinner with a, a couple friend of ours, but he showed up at my door with a dozen white roses and apologized that they were white and not black roses. <laughs> because he knew that would have been my preference. He knew me that, oh. well, that well, at least. But, uh, but he also brought me, and I kid you not, a jar filled with alternating layers of varying kinds of chocolate and i looked i looked at him because it was a giant jar and i said how much chocolate did you give me and he said um altogether it's about 10 pounds oh Oh my god to to which i immediately responded do you have a thing for fat chicks i don't know He was a closet chubby chaser. Uh, oh, it wasn't boy. that. It's just I, I, I found out that was my first real uh, thing is that he was he tried too hard in every aspect of a relationship. <laughs> you know, he would he would 
race me to doors to open them first so he could be a gentleman about it which is which is nice if you're there you know for guys listening if if you're with a chick and and you're at a door first and you open it very nice thing to do if you chase her at breakneck speed from the car so that you can get to the door first not so much a a kind gesture as a i must do this because i am a man and Mm. it it's off-putting yeah the uber gentleman act Uh, yeah any comments from megan or ivy (laughs) i would just say it's just so cliche and valentine's day in my opinion I, i know so many people that it would mean so much more to them if their significant other did something on some random day of the year Sort of, yeah, spontaneous Valentine, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd rather have, like, my boyfriend or husband or whatever relationship I'm in, I'd rather have them do something, like, randomly on a random day and not just because society tells them that they should. Exactly. <laughs> well, and th- now y'all are conveniently providing me a segue into my next uh, idea for the show's content, which, by the way, is totally unscripted. I'm, I'm just making this up as I go, so nobody out there, you know, worry that BF has gotten a script or anything. Um, <laughs> is this the idea of, uh, you know, Valentine's Day as a hallmark holiday of uh, society imposing certain actions upon us that we must do or else we're looked down upon by everyone else? Um, it's it's considered like a, a hallmark holiday, even though it's it wasn't really created by Hallmark, as pointed out by Kevin Saunders to me earlier. But, you know, along with... Mother's Day, Father's Day, Grandparents' Day, Valentine's Day is one of these these holidays that you know there's there are all these societal rituals for for expressing it, but is it really born out of anything significant? And what is the significance of the day itself? Um, any just thoughts on on Hallmark holidays in general, girls or ladies? Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. I personally really, I think Father's Day and Mother's Day are looked upon differently because, I mean, it's not singling, well, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay. So, good, someone else talked. I have to gather my thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't know the history behind it at all, but I definitely think even if they're like, it started from a real, you know, guy, now it is just, you know, for the card companies and the chocolate companies to make money out of it and the jewelry companies, you know, mm. to get a sale. And that's all it's become. And like Father's Day and Mother's Day, I think, you know, that's totally different. You know, almost everyone has a mother or father to say, hey, I appreciate you and that day to stand out. But this is just. It's just yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was kind <laughs> so, of trying so to we, go towards. We need these holidays or, or y'all, y'all sort of see a perceived um, requirement that we have some sort of observance of these um, ideas. Uh, and it's kind of arbitrary when we do it. So we just pick February 14th, and that's the day that everybody kind of does things. But it, the, the point of it, though, the kind of the spirit of having holidays is to remind people to do these certain things at least once during the year. Is that what I'm sensing? Well, remember, though, that it's, I mean, it's not just, you know, kind of a, a European or a Western thing. You know, we think of Valentine's Day, but lots of cultures have a day where it's like, you know, Oh, everyone get together with your significant other and do something for them. Um, the the Ooh. Chinese have the the night of sevens. Um, it's Chi uh, Shi. It's a great story. It's like there's a legend that there is um, a goddess that fell in love with uh, a farm boy, 
and the goddesses like goddess parents or whatever didn't like that she fell in love with a mortal and a farm boy at that so uh they punished them by separating them by the milky way and supposedly on this particular day in the lunar calendar there's like a bridge of stars that span the milky way and connect the two parts in the sky where they're supposed to be separated for all eternity (laughs) so it's like the the lovers festival you know so it it apparently falls on august 16th this year that that is fascinating i'd never heard of anything like that so maybe it is more of a it's this courage in India, from what I see. Well, while we're all browsing Wikipedia here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I um, remembered that Chinese story from the top of my head. Thank you very much. All right. Well, congratulations. Yay! So, so we've got I'm this on one person. Wikipedia. I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's an interesting article. Re- read the Wikipedia article on Valentine's Day sometime if you don't get a chance. If you haven't already. Maybe it's more than just... Um, something that our, our Western culture has developed. Maybe it is something that we need as human beings, of a, you know, a time to, to be the closest to our significant other throughout the year. Um, and this, this sort of gets me on, on just the ideas of holidays in general. Um, we like traditions. We like uh, rhythm. We like things that come around uh, that follow the cycles of the seasons to kind of remind us um, of the passage of time. I remember a talk that a particular music professor gave uh, not too long ago here at Texas Tech just about the the way that we're sort of losing the, the indicators of the, the passing of the seasons. Like, we have fruits available all the time. We, have, um, we tend to go through the same routines throughout the year. Uh, we don't really depend so much on the, the cycle of, of planting and harvesting crops anymore. Um, and so we, we sort of tend to emphasize these, these holidays as ways of of keeping track of, of uh, the changing seasons and the passage of time. Uh, do y'all think that's, that's true or maybe that, that that's not so true or how do y'all, how do y'all see that? Hmm. I, I could see that with other holidays, Valentine's day, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So maybe more Christmas, uh, new years. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that with those holidays, but not Valentine's day. But the passage of time just reminds me, uh, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but reminds me. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Sorry. Starting the first rabbit trail of the show. Sorry. Awesome. Go for it. Um, no, no, over, don't apologize. This over is, winter, um, I took a Native American studies class, and my professor was just, he talked about how um, the Native Americans were very keen on marking the passage of time because um it was very important to them to know when to start their all their economic activity like harvesting and hunting and planting and so when you just said that it just kind of set me off on the thought of that that class and how native americans in olden times marked the passage of time right i wish we could just do it like that Uh, that that would require a lot more reading of Wikipedia, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, but but uh, oh, I just completely lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, I got it, I got it back. So moving back to to Singles Awareness Day in itself, another thing that sort of intrigued me about it was this idea of uh, pride and identity. Uh, of <laughs> Valentine's Day as sort of being a pride and identity for uh, couples in a relationship, and then Singles Awareness Day sort of 
it seems like it almost arose to balance the scales. It arose to give that other segment of society something to be equally uh, proud about. Um, how So these traditions that we do, like uh, every Singles Awareness Day or Valentine's Day or whatever, are sort of expressions of that. But do you all feel that that's sort of important to have, you know, in every case? So, you know, an, an analogy would be Christmas. We've got Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all sort of, you know, every segment of society, no matter who you are, you've got something to be proud about at that time. So is Singles Awareness Day sort of a similar thing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think if you've got something to be proud of and you want to show it, you know, you have that day to show it. If you want to show it every day, you know, go ahead and show it. You know, we're creatures of habit and tradition. And if that's your tradition, you know, to show it on that day, then go ahead. I just think Valentine's Day goes above and beyond that idea of it and just, you know, kind of shoves it in your face with commercials and advertising all the time. Yeah, kind of what she just said, um, there's a lot of people in our society that look down upon people who are single and feel sorry for people who are single, regardless of whether or not that single person wants someone to feel bad for them. Mm -hmm. I I just think of it as, well, because I'm such a contrarian, it's just, you know, a kind of a screw you, you're not any better than me. Uh, sort of thing, you know. I, I I guess I do have to take the the lowest common denominator here, you know. And I and I think it's I think it's that same thing for me from like being in high school and that like we're better than you now because we have found someone to couple with and you know and it, and it kind of continues into the adult world. It's like oh you know you poor thing and <laughs> you know it's one of those things of you know what just because I haven't found whoever would have me at any given moment and clung on to them, you know? Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a, 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 a seeing this sort of segment of society as deficient in some way. That is what I'm pulling out of y'all's. And I, and I totally agree. And it's, for me, it sort of, I think it oversimplifies culture. It's saying that if, if you're not this one certain way at this time, then you're deficient in some way. It's it's a it's almost a way of uh, society enforcing the the whole norm of heterosexual coupling or even even homosexual coupling coupling in itself. That maybe human society is sort of growing out of. Um, we because we don't really have the the absolute need for procreation anymore, right? I mean, there are plenty of people in the world, and some might say too many. So. Is is Singles Awareness Day sort of our way of saying no? Wait, we can we can be single, we can be without uh, a relationship, and still function successfully, happily as humans. Well, sociologically speaking, there's there's not much need as far as you know society as a whole to have these kind of you know strict marriage couple dynamics right. you know as as there was in the past i mean if you were if you were a woman that was the only way you were going to get access to property or wealth of any sort you know you had to have a man there to speak for you legally monetarily you know and and now you know you don't need that for either gender you know you can go through your entire life but i think it is you know and I think the girls will agree with me that it's it's much more looked down on to be a single woman than a single male. You oh, know? yes, Yeah, I think so. That yep. I have not heard. Why do you think that is? Well, I mean, look at 
you can look at, at you know Hollywood. You know, you've got all these all these guys who are, you know, oh, he's been a bachelor his whole life. Oh, isn't it cute that George Clooney's never settled down with anyone? <laughs> but if you if you take his female counterpart and it's the ooh, you know, what what is she? Is she like, you know, does she frighten away men or, you know, is she too much of a shrew or, you know. So the bachelorette isn't quite as I guess idealized as the bachelor. Maybe idealized isn't the proper word, but isn't isn't seen in quite the same regard, is what you're suggesting, Kiki. Not as accepted. Not as accepted, okay. Huh. Because for, for a guy it's a it's a symbol of freedom. You know, it's like, oh look at the look at the roguish man who hasn't found anyone to settle him down yet. But it's like for a woman it must be, okay, there's something wrong with you. If oh. you can't attract a man you know, because a bachelor is seen as, well, of course women want him, you know, why wouldn't, <laughs> why wouldn't women want the bachelor, you know, it's, but at the same time, it's, it's like for a woman, it's almost as if people look at you and go, oh, poor thing. Hmm. Just, that is you know. so true. Interesting. So, so y'all don't think we, we've sort of moved beyond that, that kind of, and I think it's proper to call it a, a sexist view, um, that, that there isn't sufficient, you know, there isn't, there isn't enough uh, out there to say that, oh, well, a single woman is expressing those same qualities. She's being free. She's being independent. Um, we haven't quite moved that far. I don't think so. I think we've moved somewhat. I think women are just taking longer to settle down now. You know, women are finally being able to take, like, they're being more, taken more seriously in their careers. And, you know, they're putting that first and then finding the relationship, you know, to settle down. And once they're established in their careers, I think that's happening a lot more, too. You know, like people used to get married like in their mid twenties or so, but now it's more common to see a woman that's like thirty, thirty five and just getting married, you know, and wanting to have kids. Hmm. So or not wanting to have them at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Or you know. Yeah. Yeah, too. I just think it's more common to see older women pregnant now. Yeah, that that I would agree with. Hmm. That's a very interesting concept though. I and I I think it speaks to just the, the evolving nature of society. You know, shows like, uh, I, I can't help but think of shows like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And really, I have an urge now to go on Wikipedia and find out how many of each of them they've done. <laughs> they've done a lot. But um, comparatively, Bachelor, Bachelorette, have they done more of one than the other? I think there have been more series of The Bachelor. Okay. I think well, now, though, they're starting to do more alternating of the two genders. See, there have been 14 seasons of The Bachelor and five of The Bachelorette. So, yeah. hmm, almost three to one. Interesting. Well, that just supports your theory, Kiki. I think it's a, it's a fascinating thesis, honestly, and one that I've, I've really not come across. See, this is why we need to get women on the show more often. <laughs> that I will agree with you on. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh... Still, still trying to, to convince Kevin to bring some people from Oxford, but we'll see. Um, all right. Well, I am going to open it up to y'all, uh, since I've run out of, of interesting philosophical questions to ask on this topic. Um, any particular thoughts that y'all have on uh, Valentine's Day, on this, these issues of singularity and relationships that you want to bring up that might have some interesting philosophical content? I just can't wait for the day when Valentine's Day isn't so important anymore. Hmm. And why is that? Um, 
I think it just goes on the whole, I think it was talked about earlier, just um, single women are looked down upon. Actually, any single person, really. So, I don't know. Valentine's Day just brings out the, today's the day to celebrate the couples. Oh, afterthought, single people. Yeah. So... So maybe eventually, and, and I'm making a prediction here, eventually Singles Awareness Day might reach sort of the same status. Um, so in the same way that we have, I'm trying to think of another one-day joint holiday, but you know, maybe some sort of generic, I'm trying to think of some word for it that doesn't... Like, like Christmas and National Jews go to the movies day? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but could it? What what could be like a a compromise holiday between the two? Is it like Romance Day or I'm trying to think of something Hallmark would put. A, uh, a friend of mine calls it uh, calls Valentine's Day Free Chocolate Eve or Cheap Chocolate Eve. Cheap because... Chocolate Eve. <laughs> like sort of in the same way we've got Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. It could be yeah exactly Free Chocolate Eve. <laughs> yeah so I, I i do i did like that as a you know a, a similar kind of a, a bright spin on it you yeah. know it's like today you may be sad and lonely but tomorrow there's lots and lots of cheap chocolate so. <laughs> oh i still so the chocolate thing I, i've not ever gotten into um is is that is that a, a female thing you mean just in general? You don't like chocolate? I, I like chocolate, but uh, 10 pounds of it. Mm. Oh, well, no. Eventually, I just gave it all to <laughs> Okay, good. I was going to say, I actually was curious, like, how long it took you to, to work through that. I think about six months later, I looked at the two or three pounds that were left and went oh. and threw it away. Man, I, I just, I'm trying to picture 10 pounds of chocolate, and it's, it in no way is appetizing to me. It, it it was an immediate turnoff for me as well. It's like yeah. I love chocolate, but that was that was far too much. So we we've kind of talked about how y'all celebrate Singles Awareness Day, but uh, I'm sure there are people out here, and and actually today myself, I think I was one of them, uh, who simply ignore Valentine's Day and Singles Awareness Day and don't treat it as any different whatsoever. Uh, do y'all think that is is maybe a better or worse solution to uh, doing a counter holiday? I think that's a good solution. Um, I mean, that's all I can really say. I think that's a really good solution. That's what I try to do. That's I know a lot of people who try to do that too. But usually, I mean, it ends up failing once they see people putting up statuses on Facebook about, oh, I'm spending a day with my boyfriend and doing all of this. Yeah. Then people start just getting people just start getting frustrated. So maybe, and, and, I, and I'm try, starting to, to find this myself, trying to ignore it completely is maybe not the best way to go about it because you do find yourself getting even more frustrated. But by creating a counter-holiday, by creating counter-traditions and practicing them, you're, you're sort of fighting back against that, that oppression that you find. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a lot harder to just simply ignore it in, in the Internet age. Because you pretty much have to turn off everything and go play Xbox for the entire day, exactly. you know. <laughs> Which is yeah, it's everywhere. Even difficult. if you try to avoid. Continue, Ivy. Oh, like even if you try to avoid like Twitter or Facebook or whatever on that page, you go to check your email, you go to check the news, and there's going to be some kind of story about Valentine's Day or even you know Single Awareness Day, and it's everywhere. You can't 
avoid it unless you even turn off your computer for the day, turn off your TV for the day, and just, you know, you can't avoid it no matter what you do. No, that's true, because um, my roommate's watching the Olympics right now, and I asked her if anything else was on, and she said the TV is filled with romantic chick flicks today. Oh, boy. Which we're supposed to be avoiding. Yeah. Yeah. And, At I least mean, the Olympics are on, thank God, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you don't even have trail. to go, go oh, ahead, Kiki. Sorry, you don't even have to look any farther than the than the logo for YouTube today. Mm, yeah. I mean, you know, it's you know, pink envelope with a heart coming out of it, and it's just I clicked on that today, and I went, well, there's my day gone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you know even notice that. Yeah, I, I saw that on YouTube, but but Google's, I, they did not do really a Valentine's Day specific logo. I, well, I mean, it's got a heart on there, I guess. Now I see it. It's it's two um, figure skaters. It's couple yeah. skating. Couple skating. Couple skating. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it is kind of a cross. The goofy way to to combine the Olympics and Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. It should stay separate. Right. <laughs> ironic too, because usually in couple skating, they're not a couple. <laughs> no, they usually fight so often that it's po- impossible for them to be a couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, like the rest of you, I'm all alone during couple skate, so it's all good. Aww. <laughs> and she skated by with that guy on her arm. Yeah, who was he anyway? Yeah, who, I, I don't know. But you know, it's going to be the future soon. I will always be this way. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all okay. I guarantee you I will always be this way. Yeah. You you won't uh, the things that make you weak and strange will never be engineered away. No, they'll just be no. engineered into weirder and stranger things. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I, and I think we're pulling out another theme here. Just it's just about embracing your current identity, and uh, I I think what these Hallmark holidays often try to do is is impose a sort of um, impose something that's that's alternative to what we are. That's even maybe contrary to what we are. And it creates feelings of guilt and dissociation when we're not like that. But I think it's equally valuable to affirm the uniqueness of human beings and affirm that we all have our own ways of adapting to our current situation and even thriving in it. Um, Yeah, that's my two cents. But I, th- I want to talk about... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think all holidays do that. I mean, every, hmm. every single one of them. You know, because well, it's like... Great if, segue. If you're, I was going to ask that next. What, how do all holidays do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's especially the Hallmark holidays, because it's like, you know, my mom died when I was 11, so since then it's like, oh, Mother Day is coming around, and that's the day that you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the beach and try to ignore that, you know? Mm-hmm. And And it's... You know, the same with Christmas. It's supposed to be like, oh, you know, or Thanksgiving. Get together with your family and have a great meal. And if you didn't have, you know, a family that you felt close to or whatever, you know, my father and I would always take in strays. You know, people who were far Uh, away from their family or didn't have family to go to or whatever. And that would be, you know, our thing. So I think all holidays are like that. There's, There's certain cultural imperatives that go along with that. And if you don't have that, then you're other or less than so really every holiday is like conformity day yeah to an extent yeah except how i would love to i would love to see that it's just a generic hallmark card for conformity day like thanks for being like everybody else (laughs) happy conformity day (laughs) 
Oh. I mean, it's a, like, I, I almost, I think a lot of people resent Hallmark for that, too, just sort of capitalizing on, on these holidays from a commercial standpoint. And really, it's not just holidays. It's capitalizing on human emotion in general. Uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I have my own, like, beefs against greeting cards and such, but do y'all have any pros and cons? Well, I have beefs. Oh, Go ahead, Megan. I was just going to say, I have um, beef against, who is it? It's like Kay Jewelers, and the, he went to Jared commercials on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, my gosh, they drive me up the wall. I hate them. But I mean, and then, It's like we designed this necklace to show the two people conforming together. And, yes, you know, and yeah. exactly. The happiness. Remember, every kiss begins with K. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, What's the Family Guy version of that? Diamonds, she'll pretty much have to. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I'm not sure. And and I think it speaks to kind of modern commercialistic manipulation of culture. Uh, Certainly, we've had holidays since the beginning of time, but only recently have we sort of seen them reinforced by uh, companies that can make money off of the, the celebration of holidays in a certain way. Um, do y'all think that that maybe constrains how people go about uh, celebrating certain holidays? Or, or, for instance, Valentine's Day, it's pink, it's chocolate, it's flowers. Uh, Christmas, it's Christmas tree, Santa. We, you know, very clearly defined, you have to do it like this. And what's sold in stores is often the only way that people can really express things. Uh, there's not really a lot of room for for creatively uh, expressing your love on Valentine's Day, or you know, creatively celebrating Christmas, uh, creatively celebrating Mother's Day. I guess there's a little bit more there, but uh, like, the idea is you get a card, you know, you get the typical gift, and that's it. Like Valentine's Day, it's made you know for you know the boyfriend and girlfriend or whomever you know to tell each other they love you but the guy goes out he gets a card that he didn't write yeah he probably didn't even read it he just grabs it and buys a chocolate <laughs> or a necklace or whatever and like that's not saying i love you that's buying someone something and i don't think that that's not really love that's not you know caring you know i'd rather the guy not spend money on me and you know and just spend the night together being a couple huh yeah. Do y'all think that's a sentiment? I'd rather, among... like the guy be able to express it himself. So really, I, I guess, and so all of us have been in a, re- in a relationship at some point, so maybe we can relate to this. Like, do we really feel like we don't need the the commercialized version of these holidays? Maybe we need the holiday, but we don't need the 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 common tropes of the holiday. Yeah, I can agree with that. I guess. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I think most guys do exactly what you're talking about. They think, oh, damn, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, what do I do on Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah, yeah, card, flowers, and chocolate. All right, all my boxes are checked. Uh, romantic movie. Okay, all right, we're good. <laughs> and then that's it. You know, they don't really feel the need to go above because they've, they've satisfied the requirements of the holiday. That just yeah, makes think- me... <laughs> One at a time. This is the problem when you have too many women on the show. Um, Kiki. Well, I was going to say, I think it's sort of an inherently, in the modern version now, you know, yeah. as we see it today, it's an inherently kind of sexist holiday Ooh. in terms of, of marketing. 
Because how many commercials do you see where the woman's like, oh, no, it's Valentine's Day. I must go out and buy my husband a new whatever, you know, and it's no, it's always like, oh, hey, guys, Valentine's Day are coming up. And if you want to be a real guy and keep your girl around for another year, you have to do A, B and C. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's indulge me in a rabbit trail for a second, but it's it's just kind of across the board in marketing. I mean, hmm. did anybody else see the Super Bowl commercials this year? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the Dodge commercial specifically, where uh-huh. if oh, you yeah. hasn't seen it, it's the one with the, the guys are like, I will get up and walk the dog, and when you call me, I will listen to you talk about your friends, but I get to drive the car I want to drive because I'm a man and it's my last stand. It's called Man's Last Stand. Yeah. You can Google it. But, um, yeah. I just recently saw the female response to that woman's last stand, which you can also look up on YouTube. It is a bit racy, a bit not safe for work. So <laughs> just a warning on that. But okay. it's basically it's all the female complaints. It's like, you know, cause the guy's complaint is like, I will eat some fruit with my breakfast because you've, you know, been a shrew and you know, harpy about it. But it's like the woman's like, you know, I will eat only a half a grapefruit for lunch. I will wax everything. I will get both pots. I will get up at 6.30 to make your lunch and take the kids to school. I will ignore your loser friend who is sleeping on my couch. I will watch tons of shows where a fat, unattractive, unfunny guy marries this really hot chick, and I will pretend to laugh. You know, and then the end of it is, you know, and I will watch you know, Super Bowl commercials that portray men as downtrodden and I will feel so very bad for you, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, and, but it goes yeah. through, it goes through just kind of sexism in all, in all forms. You know, I will, I will make less money for doing the same work and I will pretend not to notice when you stare at my chest all day, you know, it's, it's, mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's any number of things and it's a very good response, I think. That's fantastic. I, I I really appreciate that you brought that up because, and and I think you're you're hitting on one of the the sad things about this day. No pun intended. Uh, is it does reinforce these sexist notions in our society and and kind of prevents us from from moving past the the idea of oh well a, a single girl is uh, much more uh, pitiable than a single guy uh, that pink must be the color uh, you know that women can't be proud of their freedom and their their individuality i i need to talk to my feminist professors about this and see if they concur but that's a very good point perhaps not exactly the can of worms you want to open up with you'll you'll oh, yeah. long lectures on it i i figured it, it's it's one of the things that that was going to come up but uh, anyways so, so uh, in general, uh, do we have any kind of closing thoughts on Hallmark holidays in general? Well, I think just um, concentrating on Valentine's Day, I just don't think that um, it should be the sole day where you show someone mm-hmm. how much you care about them. Like I said before, it would mean so... I know so many girls that say that like it would mean so much more to them if like, their significant other did that on any random day of the week. It's almost a little bit too cliche to do it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, if my boyfriend needs a day to tell me, you know, 
he cares about me and that. Well, then he needs to find himself a new girlfriend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like don't yeah. use an ad. Like do it because you want to, not because not because you have society. to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's imagine a world without Valentine's Day. I think we would all agree this would be a better world, right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, and and do you think folks would be would still feel that uh, the need to be spontaneous every now and then without having a holiday telling them to do it? Well, that's the point. If you have to have a holiday to tell you to do it, it's it's not spontaneous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and if you're coupled already, that's what an anniversary is for. Ah, uh, okay. So there's a, there's a good point. We do celebrate anniversaries. Why not just let anniversaries or you know first kisses or whatever be the the Valentine's Day for each individual person? See, I maybe. like that idea. But I think I think that the the overriding theme of the show has has been though that. You don't really need that constant feel of, oh, my God, I have to be with someone else. I, I mm-hmm. think that that's really kind of what I think the world should go more t- towards, you know, okay. is that it's fine to be single or coupled or gay or straight or with 15 different people for all I care. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's why why do I care what you do personally or, or not do? Yeah. And why should you care about me, you know, in the same way? Well, I, I don't know, Kiki. Uh, this this whole idea of tolerance, I don't know if the world is ready. I you know, it, I, I, I fear the same thing. It um, might be too progressive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I did just see the greatest thing on YouTube the other day. I follow a, a guy called Charlie McDonald, who some people may have heard of. He's Charlie is so cool-like on YouTube. Um, <laughs> the the top. Yeah, the oh, okay. the top uh, UK vlogger out there. Um, but somebody uh, recently challenged him to write a song using only things around his house, no instruments. And what he came up with is something called A Song About Love. And he's like 18, maybe, just hmm. out of high school. And what he came up with was basically a song about that he doesn't have a girlfriend, but he's totally cool with that. Because he doesn't know who he is as a person yet, so why should he try to find someone who doesn't know who they are as a person yet and try to kind of figure it all out with all this other stuff? You know, like, why not get my own life in order? And then one day, yes, that would be cool. I would like to be with you, but can I be me first? Uh... And it's it's the most brilliant, like, I wish I'd have had this song when I was growing up. Because it really is kind of the most amazing thing, especially kind of, forgive me, you know, out of the mouth of a teenage boy, you know, that it's like at that age to be that kind of self-aware, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, fantastic. I I will definitely link to that in the show notes. He's got got an amazing channel, by the way. He really does. (laughs) An English teen with a YouTube who likes your face. Yeah. (laughs) Well, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show this this week, uh, especially on such short notice. I, kudos to you all for, for following Twitter and actually following the BF stream and responding and having Skype and blocking out an hour of your evening on Singles Awareness Day to, uh, to be all alone together on the show. <laughs> oh. Well, what else were we going to do? Uh, <laughs> eat, eat bloody steak and watch bloodier movies. <laughs> That's which, what I'm going to do. Which I hope you're still, yeah, you're still planning on doing that, right? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go cook it after we get done. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'll just go down the list here. Uh, Megan, where can people uh, follow you? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Um, well, I have a Twitter. It's just my name meshed together. So Megan Brazi, nothing in between. So uh, that's twitter.com slash M-E-G-A-N-B-R-A-S-E. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show, Megan. Uh, Kiki, where can people follow you? Um, I am everywhere as Voice of Kiki, K-I-K-I. Um, I also have a website called Re Your Songs, R-E, Your Songs, one word, where I write stories about Jonathan Colton songs. <laughs> so. Oh, that reminds me, you really haven't dropped many names on this show, so uh, I'm going to give you a chance here in the, in the, uh, the ending portion to, to drop all the names of people you are friends with and are famous. You don't have that much time. Uh, <laughs> okay, pick your, pick your three favorite other than Jonathan Colton. Uh, three favorite. Uh, Randall Monroe, who does XKCD. Cool. Um, my best friend, Rob Balder, who does The Fump. That's T-H-E-F-U-E-M-P dot com, The Funny Music Project. And also Earthworld, the webcomic. Um, and I'm going to say uh, MC Frontalot, oh. who is awesome. So... I'm a little bit jealous right now. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I, I can make you more jealous, but uh, it's it's okay. cool. <laughs> and, uh, and Ivy, um, no need to, to drop famous names. We like you just the way you are. But, uh, <laughs> where can people follow you online? Um, I got Twitter. It's just Ivy Tyler. Awesome. One word, obviously. <laughs> and uh, you can follow the show here at. Uh, at twitter.com slash badphilosophy. Uh, you can follow me if you so choose. I'm still mostly tweeting about the uh, computer restoration projects I've got going on, but I occasionally talk about other things. That's uh, twitter.com slash storrence, S-T-O-R-R-E-N-C-E. Uh, or you can become a fan of me on facebook.com slash ASLsteven. And we thank you all for listening, uh, whether you're single or together here on Valentine's Day slash Singles Awareness Day. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. Well, ladies, are you ready to begin the show? I am ready. Okay. Yes. No, can can I change my answer? Hold no. on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have not I have not said the uh, invocation yet. <laughs> uh, we yeah. we have an invocation. <laughs> it uh, come on, hello every welcome. How is that not an invocation? That is a very good point. It, it's something completely unique to us, and it's uh, the, the the first words of every single episode. I like that. That's that's a good way to think of that. Yeah, if you go to I Can Has Cheeseburger, there's like a tab that says celebrities, but it's called Raffle There was like a great one of like the three main people from Twilight, like standing on a, a balcony or whatever. And they're looking at each other and the caption says, what are they saying? And the other one says, it sounds like they're saying jump already. And the other one goes, 
man, I told you we shouldn't have come to Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> Badphilosophy.com Not my first rodeo, buddy.